Hello, this is Lisa DeLay, and you are listening to the Spark My Muse podcast. This is Soul School, Lesson 104, Love and Heartbreak. Before I get into the episode, I would like to tell you that on this release day, July 25th, 2018, as of right now, I am off of Twitter and Facebook until further notice. There will still be automatic posts about new audio and work that I'm doing as far as blog posts and other things like that, but I really will not be communicating through those methods as I usually have, and I won't really be participating on those outlets. I just have come to a point where I feel like too much time and energy is being taken in those ways that I could harness and channel into other more productive and more fruitful things. Although I feel sort of saddened by those things, um, that there will be some loss there because I really enjoy communicating with some friends through those means. And there's there are a lot of people that I get encouragement from on social media. I also feel like it has an overpowering negative force too in my life. And it's an energy suck and a time suck. So I am shedding that for the time being. I might come on toward the end of the summer or in August sometime. If it works out that I'm a lot more productive, a lot happier, a lot more peaceful, then this will be the new normal. Now to get a hold of me, you can always reach out to me through my website on the contact page or just email me, contact at sparkmymuse.com. I will still be available through those means very easily. I'll still be checking email maybe once a day. And I'm not going to be hard to find, but I was pretty active on Twitter since 2009 and on Facebook since 2007. So these are big departures for me. And if this gives you the encouragement to strip them down from your life or strip them away from your life or reduce or reduce your activity at all, I hope you will take that opportunity to do that. I think that we are too easily absorbed into those things. And one of the things I noticed actually when I first started when I first started this hiatus was that I felt really lonely and I realized how much false intimacy I was getting and false connection I was getting through connecting with other people. I wasn't actually connecting with them. I just felt like I was somehow connected in other people's lives and other people's thoughts and stories. I really wasn't. Uh, it just gives me the sense that I am by going on Twitter and Facebook. I feel connected to people, but I'm not actually connected. Stripping that from my life made me feel lonely and upset and saddened and even a little bit brokenhearted. So I have really considered that deeply and in my interior world, what does it mean to be lonely and heartbroken and, and feel disconnected from people? And because it's largely an illusion when it comes to social media, because I bet hardly any of you have noticed my absence from those things, I'm not actually disconnected from people. I can get in touch with people anytime through many ways, over the phone and through email, all kinds of ways. I'm not any more disconnected than I was. It only feels like that because I habituated the ways I connect with others. And I was given some sort of fool's gold that I've been valuing over actual in-depth connection. And 
I started emailing someone uh, who was a poet, and we've had some very rich conversations just in the few correspondence we have. And that is actually a real connection, a deeper connection that is very enriching and fulfilling. And we're in each other's thoughts and conversations, lives, in a different sort of way, in a much more meaningful and authentic way than I could be just reading someone's feed on social media. So here's an encouragement to you to maybe start emailing or pen palling someone that you know from Twitter or Facebook, but instead of just sending out a tweet once in a while, send a little email their way or send me an email my way and I'll respond to you and we can correspond a little bit. I think that would be a big upgrade. And since I'm not going to be on Twitter and Facebook, I would deeply appreciate hearing from you. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about love and heartbreak. And we all encounter heartbreak. And sometimes it's the heartbreak of love lost or unrequited love. Psychoanalyst Adam Phillips says, All love stories are frustration stories. To fall in love is to be reminded of a frustration that you didn't know you had. But we can all suffer heartbreak through disappointments or tragedy or loss, and no one is immune to this particular kind of suffering once they make it to 25 or adulthood. If you hear something in the background, it's my son mowing the lawn. (laughs) I get the Brain Pickings newsletter every week, and some of what I found about these topics are from Maria Popova from Brain Pickings. I will be sure to include links to her work, especially this specific work, in the show notes. If you want to dig around further, she has fantastic material, and this material in particular was wonderful. One entry she features is the fantastic Lebanese-American poet, painter, philosopher, Khalil Gibran. He lived from January 6th, 1883 until April 10th, 1931. And from his classic book from 1923 called The Prophet come these words. Heartbreak is unpreventable. The natural outcome of caring for people and things over which we have no control. Heartbreak brings the moment we are asked to let go but cannot. In other words, it colors and inhibits and magnifies each and every day. Heartbreak is not a visitation, but a path that human beings follow, even the most average life. Heartbreak is an indication of our sincerity in a love relationship, in a life's work, in trying to learn a musical instrument, in the attempt to shape a better, more generous self. Heartbreak is the beautifully helpless side of love and affection that is, in essence, the emblem of care. And Maria says, heartbreak has its own way of of inhabiting time and its own beautiful and trying patience in coming and going. And yet while heartbreak has an immense spiritual value and even an evolutionary adaptive one, we still treat it like a problem to be solved rather than a psycho-emotional growth spurt that it is. Poet David White, contemporary poet, still living, has a book called Consolations. And in that book, he says, 
heartbreak is how we mature. Yet we use the word heartbreak as if it only occurs when things have gone wrong. An unrequited love, a shattered dream. But heartbreak may be the very essence of being human, of being on a journey from here to there, and of coming to care deeply for what we find along the way. Maria Popova writes, There is almost no path a human being can follow that does not lead to heartbreak. Stripped of the unnecessary negative judgments we impose upon it, heartbreak is simply a fathom meter for the depth of our desire for a person, for an accomplishment, for belonging to the world and its various strata of satisfaction. Heartbreak asks us not to look for an alternative path because there is no alternative path. It is an introduction to what we love and have loved, an inescapable and often beautiful question, something and someone has been with us all along, asking us to be ready for the ultimate letting go. Links to these writers and the books mentioned are available for free for this episode, Soul School Lesson 104, at patreon.com forward slash sparkmymuse. It would be so nice if you could visit that, dig around a little deeper for these wonderful resources, and also contribute a little money towards the podcast maybe just 5 or $10. It would go a long way. And as you consider whatever heartbreak you've had or are going through, I hope you will consider some of these wise words about heartbreak and how central they are to the human condition and the human experience. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. <laughs>